0: Well, hello, everybody. Good evening. Ron Legrand here. If you are on this call, it's because it's, uh, you are, are, it's, it's supposed to be a question and answer call. If you're not here for that because you're uh, interested in something else, uh, you're on the wrong call. In fact, I've got about ten property information to, uh, sheets tonight that you submitted that I will be going through if, in fact, the person that submitted them is on the phone and actually gets in the queue with our operator. Our operator's name tonight is Rashawn. And in order to get the Rashawn, you have to hit star zero one time. And you may do that if you're an active Gold Club member, if you have a question, or if you presented a property information sheet you want to discuss. Now, warning. If you hit star zero more than once, you will take yourself right back out of the queue and then wonder why nobody's answering, so then you'll have to hit it a third time. So if you want to get in the queue, uh, which we will take in order, just hit star zero and hold on until Rashawn can get to you, and she will put you in line. Now, there are two types of folks on the phone tonight. There are Go Club members, and there are Go Club non-members. We always allow non-members to get on the call. They're in a listen-only mode, which means they can hear everything going on, but they can't ask questions until you become a member. If you are not a member, it's real easy. Just go to ronsgoldclub.com and become one. It's only $59 a month. There's no contract. You can quit any time you want, and the benefits are just endless. And Certainly, I'm not going to take our time to discuss them with you tonight, but I think one of the biggest ones is all of our forms and agreements are on there for your use anytime you need them. And there's got to be at least a ton, 100 to 200 hours worth of training on there for you on just about any kind of a subject that you can think of, plus a lot of other things that are available to you. It's a huge, huge uh, site. Plus, you get a monthly newsletter and a CD in the mail every month and several other benefits. So go to Ron's Gold Club and get on in there. You'll be glad you did. And, in fact, there are um, three levels of it, so take time to learn the next level up, which will include websites and and uh, be a virtual assistant service and an interactive voice system to take calls from buyers and several other things. So, with that said, we're going to get started here in a minute. I've got 10 property information sheets. I've even got a commercial property here tonight from Lynn out in California, and gosh, I don't know why it never occurred to me in the past, but you guys are certainly welcome to Send commercial projects in if you like. I happen to be qualified to discuss them, and I don't really care what kind of commercial projects they are, as long as you send enough information so we can have an intelligent discussion. Uh, it is open for that, and your questions can be on anything you want to ask. That that I'm qualified. Don't ask me how to lose weight. Can't handle me with that one, but I can certainly talk to you about anything having to do with real estate or business entities or operations or anything of that nature. Uh, before we get started. I'm sitting on my porch here in Jacksonville, Florida. As I look up at the thermometer on the wall, it is 69 degrees, and you can hear the birds in the background. I got a noisy one out there on our pond down front, and I'm overlooking my garden, which I have already plowed and ready to plant on uh, this weekend. In fact, I've already planted one garden, so my my big one is still yet to be planted, I will be putting out videos of before, during, and after on that garden, um, and I'm actually just saying all of this to irritate all you snowbirds. All right, so with that said, uh, let's get started. Um, I'm I'm going to be out and about. I don't have a calendar in front of me here right now, but uh, it's not hard to find where I'm at. You can get on any of our sites, including the Gold Club site, and locate me at any time. So. Rashawn, do you have anyone in the queue yet waiting?
1: Yes, our first question is coming from Jerry. Jerry, please go ahead.
0: All right, Jerry, what's on your first? Where are you from, and what's on your mind?
2: Uh, I'm from Atlantic City, New Jersey.
0: All righty. Do you have a sheet in the pile or not?
2: Yes, I do. Hopefully, you have it.
0: When did you send it?
2: Three o'clock.
0: All right. I I do want to remind everybody the deadline is 4 o'clock now, Eastern Standard Time. I'm looking for it, Jerry. I got it, man. All right. Good. Uh, You've got it. By the way, guys, while you're listening now, you need to write down these numbers or certainly our conversation is going to be lost on you. I'm going to give you the basics on the properties before we go over them quickly. My goal here is to tell you whether I think it's a deal or a dud and what to do with it if it is a deal. So Jerry, you've got an asking price of three seventy nine. Seller thinks it's worth three eighty five. Your comps, however, show that it's worth in the mid fours. Is that correct?
2: That's correct. Four fifty six. So you trust those comps? Well, actually, I, when I talked with the homeowner tonight, he had a neighbor who got a bank appraisal on their house, and that one came in at four hundred and sixty thousand. Is it about the same size? Similar. There are four units together. I can't say they're identical, but, okay. you know, so, that's on that property, came out that high.
0: So we are dealing with a townhouse.
2: Yes, it's four units. Okay. Well, that's so it's a townhouse with
0: four different units. In case you guys don't know what a townhouse is, that means each are sold separately to individual owners. And if
3: it's a townhouse,
0: that means it's actually got grass. Uh, not unlike a condo. So it's free and clear, Jerry. And the owner has said yes, they would consider owner financing, correct? Correct. It's a four bedroom, two bath, 1,742 square feet with a two car garage. And the owner is moving inland and closer to the family. All right. Did you ask the seller the questions about down payment and monthly payment?
2: Yes and and here's here's the st- situation with him he wasn't familiar with um owner financing so when I asked him how much he wanted down he said he needed $200,000 and the reason he needed $200,000 was when he moves away he needs that money to be able to buy that house so all right what I well, had, what I had offered him was a plan that we would have him take a mortgage out for $200,000, and that comes out to $954.83 a month in payments.
0: Okay, as far as you know.
2: As you far know as what I what? know, yeah. I, I worked it on 4%, but um, it based, I based it on that, so that's $955 for principal. His taxes are almost 3300 a year, which is unbelievably low. So I put down $270 for that. He's got condo fees, which is part of the fourplex. They're all part of the same umbrella, which includes flood, even workman's comp. That's $300 a month. So that comes uh-huh. from $1,525 a month.
0: All right. But was he amenable to refinancing his house and pulling out the cash and then letting you taking over his debt?
2: Yeah, he was kind of. He sounded pretty excited. He needed to talk to his wife, and uh, I said I would give him a call back Wednesday because I was kind of jammed up tomorrow myself. And and he's he's uh, comfortable with it right now. And I just didn't know what my next avenue is. Go out there and try to do a contract, or
0: here's what your next avenue is. If he agrees, is he going to sell it to you with owner financing? You said yes. All right. Well, then what he's going your contract is going to read that he's going to sell it to you with nothing down, Jerry. Correct. But in paragraph 18 it's going to say that uh the closing will take place within 30 days after seller refinances the property. Okay. You understand that what he borrows is has no bearing on your purchase price or goes nowhere on your contract.
2: Yes. However, I-
0: course, it does affect how much of a monthly payment that he's going to want you to cover. So you are correct in suggesting that he does not borrow more than the 200 so you can keep that payment down to where it's tolerable.
4: Now,
5: you and
0: I both know we could borrow a lot more than that. It still be tolerable on a half-million-dollar house. Um, but you want to get as much monthly cash flow out of it as you can, so you did the right thing. So the only thing you need is a purchase and sale agreement. With a purchase price on it, give him everything he's asking for. Give him the entire 385 if it truly is worth in the fort in the mid got a killer deal there.
2: Well, my uh, my question to you, Ron, is this: is do I do this where I actually buy the property, or uh, that's what my contract uh, is? Or I'm not very good at. All right,
0: you you do a purchase and sale agreement that says you're going to buy it for 385 with nothing down and a payment of. Uh you can put t to be determined t b d on it okay, but your seller needs to understand that I will cover your payment plus taxes plus insurance plus association fees
3: until
6: okay. it
0: gets cashed out sometime in the future try to get a try to get a five year balloon on it.
2: yeah, well, I had already talked to him, and I said that I normally do we sign a ninety day contract and I get the buyer in that time frame, and then I do a three year contract. Because I thought
3: it was
0: no, a deal. No, no, not in this case, Jerry. No. You can do you can do a 90-day contract. That's fine. Because of the paragraph you're going to put in 18 that says you will close within 30 days after he refinances, which should only take you 30 days. Right. Okay. But you want to go ahead and close on this puppy now as soon as the road is clear. You ain't going to sit around and wait on a buyer for this one, Jerry.
2: Oh, okay. That's what I was concerned about.
0: You tell him. As soon as you get that loan closed, you let me know within the three or two days thereafter I will be closing my wraparound mortgage, because that is what it's gonna be is a wrap around mortgage for three eighty five that will wrap around the two hundred that he borrows. Okay. You'll make him a you'll make the payment directly to his bank, which will be the same amount he's gonna be paying his bank anyway. So your purchase and sale agreement is rather simple. With the exception of the provision that you put in paragraph 18, it's like any other wraparound mortgage, and I can tell you've been to my boot camp, so it's just like the one in the manual.
2: Okay, and then what what you're saying is I want to put a balloon payment then for for five years? You would prefer
0: not to, but you know he's going to make it before it's over. So you ask him, how long of a term can you give me, and then you work hard to make sure it's at least five years. Okay, I got you. You know what you can tell him? You say, listen, this Dodd-Frank thing, I, I understand it can't be less than five years.
2: Okay, I never thought of that. One. That's,
7: which, yep. which isn't true, Jerry. But yeah, I know that. It plays well.
2: Yeah. All right.
0: So now, what's your exit strategy? It's great, man.
2: It's absolutely great. Well, it sounded I like knew- someone to me. It sounded like a real nice guy. He's 77. And he was worried about being able to get a finance. I said, you have no problem getting a finance for $200,000. No, they can't discriminate for his age, and with that loan-to-value ratio, they'll crawl all over it. Now, would he go and go for a, a 30-year loan or not, or should he go and get yeah. a uh, yes equity?
0: Yes, 30-year
2: loan. 30-year loan. No. That's a, what.
0: No, I'd rather he didn't borrow a line of credit now, because if he do, if he does, and the bank does find out he sells it, they might just call that one new Jerry.
2: Okay, I got you
0: he's better off refinancing this on a permanent 30-year loan, especially with these low interest rates. Okay. And truth is you're going to have it paid off probably long four to five years anyway. Okay. So your your exit strategy is really very simple. Now, you just bought it with nothing down. By the way, you're paying the closing cost, just for the okay. record. All right. So you just bought it with nothing down, and um, now you've got a payment to make uh, 30, 60 days after you buy it for Lousy fifteen hundred bucks. You got all this time to go find that tenant buyer you want, and on a half million dollar house, oh man, you got to be looking at, at least a fifty thousand dollar down payment that you're going to collect from your tenant buyer. I got a helicopter flying.
2: Okay, sounds good.
0: So, so not, and, you got, uh, and if it truly is along the way, I'd probably want to get it appraised. If it truly is worth four fifty, I'd put that thing on the market for four seventy nine nine on a lease purchase. With a fifty thousand dollar non-refundable deposit, at what do you think? Three thousand, thirty-five hundred a month?
2: Well, I, I I didn't think it could go that high, but uh, for a half a million dollar house, three thousand certainly is not a bad number. Well, there you
0: go. Whatever the market will pay you, regardless, you're going to get about a fifteen hundred dollar or more positive cash flow.
2: Yeah, I was kind of I was kind of hoping for like a, a thousand dollars, but is, that's what I call more gooder.
0: That's more gooder, yeah. Yep. The market, the market will tell you. It is a townhouse, but apparently it's a nice one in a nice neighborhood or wouldn't be at that price.
2: Well, it's on the bay, too. It's not quite on the bay, but he also has dock privileges.
0: Very nice. Okay, and by the way, you can add the $300, $300 a month association dues onto your buyer. It right. Does not have to, it does not have to come out of your rent.
2: Oh, okay, yeah, that's right, good.
0: Jerry, this is the kind of deal, it's a a once-in-a-lifetime deal that comes along about once a month when you're in the game.
2: Yeah. Okay.
0: Go get it. Go get it.
2: I appreciate it. You're welcome, sir. Thank you, Ron. All right, Rashawn, who is next?
1: Okay, next on the line we have Steve. Steve, please go ahead.
0: Steve from where?
8: Steve from Idaho?
9: Oh, do I have a sheet on you, Steve?
8: Yes. I do? Well, it, it went in late, but I hope that Jamie got it well, to you. I don't have it,
0: so you'll have to give me the numbers.
8: Okay, I'm an experienced investor. Yep. Um, I have a property that I know I can do a deal on, Ron. I've been doing your courses since the 90s, but they're all in storage, and I moved across country, and I came across a deal that, I have a question about doing a deal in Maryland and the owner is willing to walk and owes about two seventy one on the property and the ARV would be about three sixty and as is maybe only around two seventy five. The mortgage what is, is about means? four points. Um I, I can't see it because it's uh, across country, but probably just paint and carpet because he's lived there for 15 years and raised a family.
0: So it needs a little updating.
8: Yeah, okay. just a little updating, and what, my comps what, are uh, at as is at about 275, like like I'm getting it for. And
5: uh,
0: he's well, willing to walk, you,
8: which means pardon? How do you
0: how do you do as is comps? Only cops you can uh, do are on extra fair condition.
8: Well, uh-huh. one sold up the street that uh, actually had a flooded basement was in really way far worse shape at about two sixty. So.
4: Okay,
0: so you got way more value in this house than two seventy. All right.
2: So what's the exactly. okay, question? Exactly. Okay, my main question.
8: Huh? Yep. He's walking, and we'll do an owner carry or lease option. I reviewed your module on the RAP, the AITD RAP, and I like that uh, mode, but I am concerned about the fact that I he mentioned a loan modification, and I wasn't able to clarify that with him before this call, but he, I think he has modified that loan once in the past, so I wanted to know if there are any cautions for me there.
0: No. What's the PITI payment, Steve?
8: The PITI is about 1640 and at 4.62, and my market rents are about $2,200. All
0: right. Well, you sounds like you got an easy deal there. Just get a contract to him and get it signed and get it closed. Is he still yeah. living in the
3: house?
8: He is, but he's going to be out uh, in a couple of weeks and already has his other place and is not concerned about this financing stay, staying in place. Okay. Um, one other question, question I do have, though, um, so there's no cautions with the loan mod. When doing the wrap, is there uh, any way to incorporate the thing into uh, a land trust, or is there any benefits? I can't quite wrap my mind around a wrap and or a All land right. trust together.
2: Okay.
0: Well, a RAP and a land trust have nothing to do with each other, except you're going to take title in a land trust. Your land trust is your buyer, your land trust is the entity that's going to give him back a mortgage and note, not you.
8: And that's exactly the my thought was, take it in a land trust always if you can and uh, then wrap it after that. Okay. There's
0: no if there's no if you can, there's nobody that's going to stop you from buying it in land trust when you're
8: doing a wrap around mortgage. Exactly. Then Are lastly, you- how do we re- handle the insurance, the homeowner's insurance issue on these types of deals?
0: When you buy it, you have the seller canc- cancel his policy, but only after you've called um, the company, uh, called, uh, get, got, got it insured on the landlord policy, and and have your insurance agent send the lender the new insurance policy, and then have your seller cancel the old one.
8: So the insurance is not in his name anymore, or do we do it no.
0: differently? It's up to you. Yeah. You can leave his name on the policy if you wish. Some people are so afraid the bank's going to call a loan due when the insurance changes, but it's not going to happen. But if you feel like yeah. it is, then just leave his name on there as, and, and add you as an additional insured. Actually, he's going to add your trust as an additional insured.
8: Right. One One strategy I've used in the past is I've made sure that if I'm Taking the property, say he owes two seventy one even, and I'm buying it from him at two seventy one one. My thought is, is that he has a hundred dollars worth of interest in the middle there that he'll someday get, and because he has that insurable interest, he could be joint on the policy. I don't know if that's a See, good thought or not.
0: <laughs> that's, you're thinking too much, man. You must be an engineer.
8: Huh? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm just an old real <laughs> estate guy that you taught me how to do deals, and after thirty years, man, right. I've been. Uh, Using your techniques and making money, you're awesome, Ron. All right. Well, listen. If you're buying it and you owe him
0: two hundred and seventy-one thousand dollars, you don't need about worry about him having an
5: interest in the property. You
0: owe him two hundred and seventy-one grand, regardless of what he owes. Right. Do you
5: exactly.
0: Yeah. Do you have Do you have an attorney in Maryland?
8: I don't, and that's another area that uh, I was concerned about. I did hear you mention on one of your videos, and I wasn't doing business nationally then, but uh, there's some, a couple of states, including Texas, that I have to be aware of, and I've got leads coming in all over the United States. Is there any other states uh, besides Texas that I have to be careful about doing these creative deals in?
0: Well, that depends on what the definition of the creative deal is. I mean, you got to give me more information than that. All I'm saying is an attorney's got to close this for you, so if you don't have an attorney in the city yep. where the property is, which where is where you need it, then you're going to have to get one. And uh, do you know anybody in Maryland?
8: I do not. So you're saying that the title company won't do a wrap, as probably uh, they wouldn't for me in Colorado either, right?
0: <laughs> well, whether they will or whether they won't, I don't know Maryland law, but in the state of Florida, they can't do the RAP unless you buy title insurance. And if you buy title insurance, that's that's a stupid thing to do. You can get an attorney for half that amount. And then the attorney cool. will represent you if you ever had any problem in the future. And the attorney will make sure it's so, done correctly and represent your interest the whole te- whole way.
8: And that's the way I like to do them. I did one in Colorado like that. So if anybody has any recommendations of a Maryland uh, real estate guy that's uh, helped investors before, I'm old. This uh, would Baltimore-Cockeysville area. Uh, all right.
0: If you don't find one, email my office, and I'll turn you on to somebody up there who can refer you to one.
8: All right. Thank you very much. You're welcome, sir. You've got a good deal
0: there. By the way, for the sake of our listeners, Steve's yep. going to buy that property. He's going to get it for free. He's going to turn right around and get twenty-five, dollars thousand dollars lease option deposit and sell it for whatever he thinks the market will bear at that time after he does more homework. Right, Steve?
8: Exactly, and at this point, uh, it's it should be close to the 350 range.
0: Okay, and you're going to sell it as is. You're not going to lay a finger on it. You're going to make sure all your buyers know that uh, they might want to update it if they buy it.
8: Exactly, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it out there as a uh, you, you handyman's type of uh, thing a little bit, so it, so well. I don't expect it to be perfect. You,
0: re- you really need to get somebody in that city to go out and video that house for you. In fact, get the seller to send you videos of it right now because yep. you're going to need pictures anyway to put up on your website so people can go to it to see the house.
8: Yeah, I'm going to my local uh, that local REA there, and I'm going to start uh, making all my contacts uh, next as soon as I get it under contract tomorrow.
0: All right. You got it, man.
8: Awesome. Thank you. You're welcome.
0: Rashawn.
1: Okay, our next question is coming from Jim. Jim, please go ahead.
0: Jim, who? Where are you from, Jim? Hello, Jim. Hello, Jim. Rashawn, we lost Jim.
1: Jim, if your line is muted, please unmute your line. Okay, we'll go to the next question, Ron. All right. Our next question is coming from Damon. Damon, please go ahead.
4: Hey, Ron, how you doing?
1: I
0: am good. I have one for you, don't I, Damon?
4: Yes, you do. All
0: right, you are located in Georgia, Atlanta area? I am. Got a $650,000 asking and value with a $320,000 loan that is current. On a house that is in good condition, four-bedroom, four-and-a-half baths, 7,400 square feet. Yes. With a $2,500 PITI payment, seller downsizing, and has said yes to uh, what, a lease purchase?
4: A lease purchase, yes.
0: Okay. Um, did you talk... Uh, Let's see, the seller's still in the house, aren't they?
4: They're still in the house, yes, they are.
0: All right. So what do I need to know? You said the seller wants 5% down?
4: Yeah, she she says she wants 5% down, and then she says she wants six months of uh, payments at $3,000 a month. Then I told her to clarify. She basically said that she wants $50,000 down uh, for the lease purchase. And, you know, I'm working on my first first deal here. I just um, wanted to know the best way uh, to go about this.
0: Well, first of all, she's smoking something if she thinks she's going to get a $50,000 down from an investor on a lease purchase. Now, with a $650,000 house, there's two ways we can go about it. How about I be the buyer and you be the seller? Okay. And we're going to have this conversation right now.
4: Okay, I am.
0: Let's let's see. Your name is what? Vidai. The seller's name V I D A I. Is that it? Vicky. Vicky. Oh, oh, Vicky.
4: Okay. Yeah, my handwriting is bad.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, that's even better. Okay. All right. Listen, Vicky. There's two ways I can buy your house. I can either lease purchase it, or I can buy it with owner financing. Now. If I buy it with owner financing, I can get you a down payment. Um, But I can tell you right now the chances of me getting you $50,000 down is probably not going to work very well. But if you want to sell it to me quickly, let's talk about a much lower down payment because I might be able to give you a down but not that much if you want me to buy it. Now, our next option is if, um, if you insist on having a big down payment, then I, I will get an agreement with you and I'll take it out into our marketplace and, and offer it terms and see what the market will bring. But the problem, Vicky, is that if I do that, the only way I get paid is from the difference between what I collect from a down payment and what I have to pay you. Therefore, I'm going to want you to take less down or I'd be working for free. My whole goal, Vicky, is to get you cashed out as soon as I can but I will get you top price for it, and you will owe me, you you paid me nothing because I will raise the price enough to cover my compensation. Uh, another choice is to lease purchase it, but I can tell you right now there is zero chance that I can get you that kind of money on a lease purchase. So, Vicky, would you rather sell a house or would you rather rent it?
4: Well, Ron, you know, basically, I I need uh, fifty thousand dollars to do some stuff when I move out the house.
0: So you're saying if you don't get $50,000 you don't want to sell it. Well,
4: I I feel I need $50,000, yes.
0: Well, I hear you, but I think I just explained to you that if I, the chances are slim that I can get you 50 and then have any reason to, to to even work on it, Vicky. Honestly, do you believe that the uh, that the marketplace is going to bring more than that down so that I can get paid?
4: You see where I'm coming them.
5: from?
0: Uh-huh. Yeah.
4: And, and let me ask you something, Ron. you had uh, in the previous caller, um I mean, if she doesn't agree if she's adamant about getting the fifty thousand dollars down, could I suggest her refinancing because her loan is so low compared you to can. the value? she on,
0: she only owes three hundred and twenty, so that is the next best choice if she won't come off the cash. but I gotta tell you, man, it's gonna be a lot simpler deal if you just get her to come off that big down payment
4: now let's suppose you
0: can get her down let suppose you can get her down to twenty five down okay, do that. You can do that. I, okay. Well, I'll come out and we'll I'll take a look at it and we'll get an agreement, and then I'll go into the market. But, but uh, I just want you to know before I come that anything above the twenty-five I will keep. And the, the goal is we'll put somebody in there that'll make you the monthly payment, take over all the responsibility for the repairs, and ultimately uh, I work with them to get them ca- get you cashed out. Is that fair?
4: Yes, yeah, there. Now, does that does, does that it turns into an axe deal or no? I'm still just lease person. It, pro-
0: it probably will because she wants a pretty hefty monthly payment, so there's not much room for a spread there. So your whole goal there is to get you know go out and find somebody pay seven six seventy five for the property with fifty down. You're paying six fifty with twenty five down. So in that case, it would turn into an axe deal.
4: Okay. Okay. And because I see she's trying to, she's trying to also make like five hundred dollars spread on the payment too.
5: Well, uh, I, I, you're going to have
0: to work her down on that as well. But okay. honestly, if it's if it's an axe deal, Damon, it doesn't
4: matter. Okay. Okay. So just basically, uh, my goal now is just to try to uh, see if I could, how much I could get a down on the down payment, and if it makes yes. sense at that point, I just move forward there.
0: Your down payment is your only sticking point. It's not your price. It's not our monthly payment. But knowing that those two numbers are at the top, you immediately know you got an ax deal, so your only goal is to get a larger down payment than you're paying, and that's all you're going to get out of this deal, most likely.
4: Okay. Okay, the wonderful. News is,
0: with a $650,000 house, it's, I'm sure it's a gorgeous house, 7,400 square feet. In fact, I'd probably put that thing at about 699000 and I don't think you'd have any problem at all getting $75,000 down. That means you get to keep 50. The truth is you don't know what you got until you get out to the marketplace and let them tell you, and then, then you can uh, decide where to go next. And, and, in fact, that's what you tell a seller. Until we okay. find that bird in the hand, what you and I agree upon is kind of uh, moot because we may have to change it after I find somebody we both like.
4: Now, if she uh, if she agrees to this, um, you know, what What form do I use to tie it up? If you're buying it with owner financing, you tell me. I guess the, buy, the purchase and sale agreement?
0: Purchase and sale agreement is the form you use regardless of how you're buying it.
4: If okay. you're buying it,
0: it's always purchase and sale. The only difference is how you fill out the
9: agreement. Okay. All right.
4: That's wonderful. You've been Thank very you helpful, more, man. Thank you very much.
1: All right. Rajan. Okay, our next question is coming from Lynn. Lynn, please go ahead.
0: Lynn with the commercial deal?
6: No. Oh, wrong Lynn. Okay. (laughs) What you got for me, Lynn? Well, is there another Lynn with a commercial deal ahead of me? But she's not on the phone. You are. Okay. Well, Ron, I just want to say I'm out here in Utah, and we're at 60 today, so you've only got me by 9 degrees there.
0: Yeah, but when I go to the mall and come back, it'll still be warm.
6: This is true, and that will not be here. <laughs> hey, Ron, you know, I'm just um, I'm, I'm a newbie. I've done real estate previously, but that was years ago, and um, things have changed. And so my question to you is, Right now, I'm feeling a little bit anxious about um, staying in any of these deals. And so I'm wondering, is there a way – I've got two homes. One is uh, priced at $650, and uh, both of these homes, are up on their payments, and they're, the two homes are in good condition. The other is about 300 And so the owners um, are somewhat flexible, and I guess my question is, is there a way for me to um do deals on maybe both of these homes on a an owner finance where I can get out fairly quickly um i just I don't want to be hanging on to anything right now um and so so I guess I'm just not clear on these nicer homes where they're well, out Lynn, you
0: um, have not been to my boot camp have you?
6: No, I've purchased two of your programs, and I'm able to access the information at the Gold Club site. So I've been educating, but I've not been to one of your boot camps yet. Well,
0: you need to get there if you're going to do real estate, because if you don't, it's going to cost you a fortune trying to learn the hard way. And the Mm. Gold Club has got a lot of information on it, but it's not designed to be your basic training. It's designed to be your support. Got it. So... Okay. The answer to your question, see, I, I would you'd know the answer if I'd have trained you. Is that anytime you do a deal, regardless of what kind it is, you have two choices, and that's to stay in or get out. You're only going to want to stay in if you have a reason to do so, and that reason would be a monthly cash flow uh, or a bunch of equity on the back end that you haven't collected yet. Take the last one we just discussed, paying retail price for. it, And the monthly payment is high enough to the seller to where we won't get a monthly spread. So I suggested to him that he probably is going to wind up getting out after he collects his money. However, uh, if there's a good monthly spread in there, and which is not hard to achieve in today's market because of the low interest rates that that come with these houses, uh, if there's a good monthly spread, I mean, if you can make $1,000 a month on a house for not doing anything, why on earth would you want to get out is, is the first question. You have no risk. You're not personally liable. Don't confuse this with your old real estate days where you went down to the bank and borrowed money, and your name was on the note. You really can't lose, but you'll okay. know in the time. If there's reason to stay in, you're probably going to want to stay in. However, to be honest, anytime you want to get out, you can call, always call up the seller and say, listen, let me assign my contract to you, and and then you can start collecting payments directly from my buyer and almost all of them will say yeah sure that'd be fine
6: okay and i guess you know i know that tactic and so i've got two decent homes so maybe uh go in with an option to buy and then assign that contract out until i get to one of your boot camps (laughs) Your your,
0: your first step is to get the property information sheet out with the proper information on it so you then can answer that question if you do it correctly, using my property information sheets, which you'll find on the Gold Club site and in my courses, we don't. The seller tells us the the offer because we're asking the right questions. And the question is, would you consider a lease purchase? Uh, if the answer uh, is yes, then that's the route you're going to take. Or if you would rather, would you consider uh, taking uh, monthly payments until we can get you cashed out? If the answer is no to both of those, Lynn, you don't have a deal anyway,
6: right, right, And I do have those forms thrown, so thank you. I appreciate all the education but it it does sound like I've got to get to to one of those boot camps, do, so I have more have, confidence
0: do you have do you have my new terms course that just came out this year?
6: Um no, that one I don't have.
0: Well, you need to get a hold of my office tomorrow and get a hold of that because that's got all everything you need in it to do the deals that you're talking about. And it brings you right up to date. And by the way, for everybody listening, we are going to be um, sending you an email within the next, I don't know, a few days or so. Because uh, I believe it's on March 16th, we're going to be issuing several uh, videos uh, from the terms course that you can watch for free. And then uh, they will lead up to an online training where I'll be offering the terms course as well. But if you wish, you can just get a hold of the uh, office and, um, and and order it uh, right now. You can have it at our release price of eleven ninety seven, and it comes with a whole bunch of other goodies and uh, rebate certificate. And in fact, we pay we give you a thousand dollars back if you do deal with it within ninety days. Send you a check for a thousand bucks. Wow, excellent. Well, well, Thank you, Rod. Call my office tomorrow, Lynn, and they'll, they'll take care of it. I'll do so. Thanks, Ron. All right. Okay, Rashawn,
3: what's up?
1: Okay, our next question is coming from Richard. Richard, please go ahead.
3: Yes, hi. I'm Richard uh, from Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. How are you doing? I'm good, Richard. Okay, my question is pertaining to uh, the tax deals. Uh, I'm a former uh, cash flow student uh, with you uh and uh, I've done a lot of lease options uh, with the AX deals. Uh, which forms and agreements uh, are needed uh, with the seller, and in
0: what
4: order well, are they presented? That depends
3: on what
0: kind of AX deal it is, Richard. Because you see, AX it stands for Assignment of Contracts and Terms System, but that okay. could be assignment of owner financing terms or assignment of lease option terms.
7: If so if you're finance. buying,
0: it, if you're buying it with owner financing, then you need a purchase and sale agreement. Purchase if you're buying it with a lease then you need the lease purchase agreement. Both of them are on your Gold Club site, and there's uh, uh, there's lesson videos to fill these things out as well. And if okay. You, when you get the term system,
3: literally I do a whole section in there just on contract. Gotcha. And, and the next question is, uh, which forms and agreements are needed uh, uh, with the tenant buyer in that same instance, and in what order are they presented? If you look down at the bottom of your list of um, – First, you go under Resources,
0: and then and then you pull up um, uh, agreements, standard agreements, and then you go to. um, uh, Let me see, what is it labeled? I think it's labeled Control Without Ownership, which would be lease options. And now, then comes all here's this whole list of agreements. The one you would use to put tenants buyers in is at the bottom of that list, and it's called Real Estate possession agreement or something like that and you can easily recognize it because of the it's got a table of contents in front of it okay in fact it's clearly labeled use this to put in buyers
3: <laughs> I can't get any easier than that okay uh, and uh, definitely want to thank you uh, a lot because uh, I've been I've done a lot of lease option deals uh, with the cash flow system I have uh uh, a lot of different other options as far as wholesaling, retailing, uh, but thank you. You are
0: welcome. By the way, your current systems are obsolete, man. You need I know. The new term system replaces everything you've got. The new term system—that's what it's called. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, Ron Legrand's cash flow, uh, Pretty House Cash Flow Terms System, brand new pretty house. It, re- it replaces your current green course and your uh, control without ownership
3: axe course. Okay, and how and much is that, that going for?
0: Eleven ninety seven. Yeah, and in fact, if I, uh, there's going to be a certificate that comes in there that says, if you send me back your old stuff, I'll send you a $1,000 certificate to use for something else later. So
3: I'm, I'm buying back your old junk. Oh, really? <laughs> Sounds good. I could do another deal, no problem. Okay? <laughs> All right, man. I, I definitely appreciate it, buddy. All right. Have a good one. You too. For Sean?
1: Okay. Our next question is coming from Robert. Robert, please go ahead.
9: All right, okay. Robert, where you at? Uh, Hey, Ron. Um, I'm from Athens, Georgia. All righty. What's on your mind? Okay. I have a uh, house that the owner is uh, willing to give me the house. He has a VA loan on it, uh, and there's about 5,000 in back back payments due on it. Um, and I uh, am trying. I want to do this one in my uh, Roth IRA. I have the Roth IRA all set up and funded, but I've never done a deal in it before. Right, and so uh, that's what my question is: is uh, the best way to do it? Um, um, for example, um, is it better to set up the deal as a uh, contract for deed in Georgia, or land sales contract, or a lease option, or a wraparound, or um, what, what would you suggest is the best way that, uh, Well, first of all, I want to know what the ARV is And what the loan balance okay. is Okay, the ARV is uh, 260000 And he owes one eighty-five on it
0: So that makes it brain-dead simple to, to go ahead and get buy it And make up the payments, doesn't it? Right Okay, a lot of equity, man That's a lot of equity
9: well, it takes okay. about ten to 15000 in repairs.
0: That's okay. That's still a lot of equity because you're going to yeah, buy it yeah. as is and sell it as is. He's not going to fix it. Now, next question is, will the guy probably just deed it to you if subject to, won't
9: he? Yeah. All he wants is to get out of the house and save his credit, and the house is already vacant. All right. Well, uh, Richard, it's too late to save his credit,
0: so don't be making any statement like that. Well, well, he's he five thousand. He's five thousand dollars behind. He's already lost his credit. And not lost it. I mean, he just took a, cr- a credit score dip.
9: Whatever right. you do, but he, he doesn't want pay to be foreclosed on.
0: Okay, well, I understand that, and you can fix that for sure. Okay. So my point is, though, if he deeds it to you, subject to, if he don't care, that's the simplest way to buy it. If you don't want to buy it that way, then what you what you do want to do is not. A contract for deed. When you got a seller that will transfer ownership to you and deed it to you, you I'd rather you buy it with a wraparound. well use you. you Georgia's a mortgage state, isn't
4: it? Yes. Okay.
0: Then buy it with a wraparound mortgage okay. rather than a contract for deed. In a okay. contract for in a contract for deed, Richard, the deed stays in the seller's name, even though ownership legally transfers to you. Right. But sooner or later, you got to get that guy to sign that deed. If you do a wraparound mortgage, he's signing the deed now, and you're just giving him back a note and mortgage. Right. You own the house. You own the house the day you close it. You'll never have to hear from him again. And your attorney can create a wraparound mortgage to him. Yes. The exact same principal and interest payment as his underlying debt. Okay. And do not put a balloon in it. Okay. This reminds me of the one I did here in Jacksonville recently. I did the exact same thing on a $390,000 house, got a $50,000 non-refundable option deposit when I put a lease option ten buyer in it and a $500 a month spread on it. And that's what you're going for here. It sounds like you've got a sweet one to do it. Um,
9: my my so case. There, had, go ahead. Um, but, uh, to leave that loan in place uh, on that VA loan, uh, that wouldn't be a problem with doing a wraparound.
0: In fact, for his benefit, the best thing you can do is a wraparound mortgage because okay. it is in the is in, it's in the VA code that they will not call the loan due if that uh, seller sells it on, uh, with an installment contract.
9: Okay. So you're okay. you're helping him there as well. Okay. Now, if and, I do it in my Roth IRA, all right. Uh, so let me um, tell you
0: what, what you got to do. First of all, you're going to buy it using a land trust. No matter what you do, you're, you're going to buy it in a land trust. Understand? Okay. Yes. The land trust is going to take title. Now, if you want to do it in your IRA, the simplest thing to do is make your IRA the beneficial interest of the land trust. Okay. Now, uh problem is if your IRA is the beneficial interest of that land trust now, you cannot be the trustee. And you can you cannot even be the manager of an entity that's the trustee. Okay. Because in this because in this case, uh you would be you would be managing your own IRA's money and you can't do that. Okay. Now the second caveat here is if you buy that property and take over that debt and and then you sell it, that will trigger UBIT, unrelated business income tax. In other words, it'll be a taxable sale when you sell it.
9: Even if okay. it's in
0: your Roth if it comes with a debt. Okay. That's still better to do it in your Roth than outside of your Roth because now for the rest of your life, whatever's left after those taxes grows tax free
9: forever. Right. Yeah, that's what I like. <laughs> All right. Um I understand now would, you, would you suggest using um, for the for the Roth, using uh a trust or an L L C I
0: just told you, you can take title to the property in a trust, a land trust, uh-huh. and actually you should call it a grantor revocable trust, Okay. This is what your attorney you know, and then and let your IRA be the beneficial interest of that trust. Okay. Now, you know that when you buy that thing, all the money to buy it has to come from your IRA, not from you. Yes, I understand that.
9: Okay. Okay, and then, okay, after... I bought it, um, you said sell it as is, so uh, uh, sell it on a
0: lease option?
3: Yep, or lease. I'd sell it on
0: a lease option and uh, sell it as is. Where it is?
9: Would you say the R of on one if it was in excellent condition? Um,
0: uh, $260,000. Uh, I'd sell it for two hundred and fifty nine nine as is because with terms it's worth more. Right, okay. And you sell it. And then I can tell you right now, the price is not going to matter to somebody that's buying it from you on a lease option. And you give them plenty of time to fix the house, clean up the credit, or whatever it is, and qualify for a loan. In the meantime, uh, you're going to get a good monthly positive cash
9: flow on it, aren't you? Yeah, it should it should go for about 2200 a month. Okay. Well, we call that a golden goose, sir. <laughs>
0: And you, well, need, you want all you want all of those you can get, and they're out there by the thousands. I don't care where you're at in the country; those kind of deals are everywhere. And next thing you know, you got enough monthly cash flow coming in to offset your current job or business, in, in addition to all of the big down payments you get and the big back end cash
9: outs you get. Well, that sounds really good. Um, but I'm interested in one thing you said a minute ago to the other caller. Um, I have uh, several of your courses. That are older. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I originally bought them in uh, the late nineties, and uh, had oh, another business. God. Had another business that did real good for a few years, but now I am uh, going back into real estate full time. So how do I good. pick you up on the deal of uh, upgrade? All right, well, so, well first of all,
0: you need to take all that stuff you got and burn it. because <laughs> it is truly. <laughs> I listen to me. It is detrimental to you. A lot has changed since you bought that stuff in the late 90s. In fact, very little is the same. Okay. Get rid of those things and update. Call my office tomorrow and get my new terms system. Okay. And you're going to get that's 14 CDs in the side. I can't remember how many DVDs and everything you need. You know, in that thing is even me making phone calls to sellers. Okay. that's rare for you to get that. Um, Plus, (laughs) Plus, they're going to give you my big chunks and big money course for free, which is all the high end houses. I'm okay. giving you the launch I'm giving you the launch price that course sells for fourteen ninety seven and uh, if you guys call tomorrow and tell them you're on this call, I'll make sure they know to give it to you for eleven ninety seven all right I'll do it and then and then, I want you to get to the boot camp as fast as you can, sir. Make sure they send you a boot camp schedule because. Uh, to buy that course tomorrow, they're going to give you a thousand dollar credit toward the boot camp. Okay.
9: And, they, and then they'll give you a, a certificate for credit for the old courses also.
0: Yeah, if you send back my uh, my old stuff, well, I'll send you a certificate for a thousand dollars. You can't use it toward the uh, Quick Start boot camp, but you can use it toward anything else we got. Okay. All right. Sounds good. I'm going to put all of it in a great
9: big pile and burn it. <laughs> Well, it's hard to find a VCR player now anyway. <laughs>
0: a VCR player. You really you got VCR? Yeah, you oh, do. Yeah. They're in the late 90s, don't you?
9: Yeah, they're all on VCR. <laughs> uh, all
0: right. Okay, go for that deal now. Let me know how it works. I will. All right. Okay, thank you nice. very much. You're welcome. Rajan, you still awake?
1: Yes, I am, Ron. Our next question is coming from Jamone. Jamone, please go ahead.
5: Hey there, sir. How are you doing tonight? I am good. Um, I had a um I'm I'm a gold club member. I had a couple of quick questions. I know you have people call. Uh, about the rap situation. Let's just say I come across a seller who has a property he wants to sell as is for one sixty and ARV is like two forty. And he's asking thirty thousand down. And if a and if I have a buyer that comes in with Sixty thousand. Do I go back to the original seller and say um, we want the deal um, for the one for the accent? So basically, no. what I'm trying. Okay.
0: No. First thing you got to do is put it under contract for the one sixty okay. before, before you even legally have the right to even solicit for a buyer. Okay. You don't be looking for buyers on houses you don't have under contract.
5: Oh no no I'm, I'm not no I'm not doing that. It was just an example. I just kind of kind of want to get a better understanding of the, the rap thing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> You've got it under contract and now you go find the buyer. It's entirely up to you whether you want to just flip out of it or go ahead and do a double
3: closing on it at that time.
5: Oh okay okay oh, okay oh okay. I, I just for some reason I thought it was like a lot more complicated than that because I I felt that I guess if a, if he was asking for thirty if he was selling for one sixty he asked for thirty now and a buyer shows up with sixty. You know, I, I you no, know, I got you now. I, I just made it more complicated than what it was. And I guess my well, second quick question:
0: You're you're a, you're a man, and that's what men are supposed
5: to do. <laughs> complicated. <everybody. laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I had another quick question, um, real quick. Uh, the yellow letters go. Um, if I send a yellow letter out, just say if I do a yellow letter blast to people on the street who don't have the house for step, I just send them a letter, and let's say they have the same mailing address, the same property address. Should I just keep the letter yellow letter as it is, or do I need to word it a little differently?
0: Don't you change one word in my yellow letter.
5: Okay, okay, okay.
0: Go to yellowletterlady.com. Okay. That's Christy. She'll guide you through it. She'll do everything for you, and don't you change a thing. If you change one thing, you take a chance of destroying the results.
5: No, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that because I'm trying to get down to a quick start school.
0: Okay. (laughs) Okay. Um, thank you. Okay. All right. Yellowletterlady.com. Okay. Okay. And
5: you guys, once
0: like the yellow
5: letter, write them down. Okay. There. And I, like I said, I just I just thank you for all that you do, and may God bless you and your family. And I just I just can't thank I can't thank you enough for what you do. Okay. And I just and I thank um Uh huh. You have a nice night. You too. Rashawn, how many do we have holding?
1: We currently have four holdings.
0: All right. Is Lynn from California one
1: of them? Um, um, there's two that needs to be picked up. Um, right now we have Sharon Lee next. Okay. And then, and then a Joe, and two of them has to be picked up out of the queue. So as soon as I release a All name right. to you, I could go ahead and pick the rest up.
7: All right.
0: Okay, Sharon, what's up? Turn.
10: Sixty five degrees on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. So I I couldn't get a, a sheet into you, but here's the thing. It's a house that is um um where is it? There it is. It's four bedrooms, three baths, thirty four hundred square feet. The county records advertise it for less square footage because he rebuilt half the, he built onto this home and added more square feet. So I can't change the county records, but I've been able to update some of the Zillow listings and some of the other listings, but not all of them. He has, he thought he had a 342,000 first and an 89, a 90,000 second. The second is at nine point six two percent. I'm saying that for a reason, but when I talked to him since I used to be a mortgage broker, he had deferred about thirty eight thousand and so when he found out and confirmed what I thought, he actually has four hundred and seventy one thousand five hundred and five against the house
9: now so
10: what's he, the, what's your R? uh the i it's hard to say um he believes it's four ninety eight um, I have seen where Zillow now updated at 417, the uh, NAA, the um, the real estate uh, site says really only about 370, um, uh, one of the appraisals says 482, the uh, appraisal.com. He has a PITI because of the high amount uh, of the second of 3208. I asked him if he could, if they would give me a letter so I can talk to the second people to see if I can get them to either reduce the interest rate or reduce the amount. I don't know if I do you, that. You can't,
0: you can't talk to the second. They won't talk to you about somebody else's debt anyway. Do it with permission? Off, off, no, they ain't going to talk to you. And uh, telling they them they might
10: lose all their money?
0: Uh, Yeah, like they've never heard that before. Like you're going to impress them. Okay. Like, uh, listen, uh, he, it sounds like he owes every dime it's worth. If not more.
7: Yes, it's a
10: gorgeous house. Sure.
0: Well, then just put it under contract for what he owes. I did. Okay.
1: Then I did. I have to change. I, I did.
10: I have to go back since he found how much more he owes. So I guess I, I I'm changing the contract to that it's pretty well. Um, I I get it for what he owes on it.
0: Not pretty well. That's what you're going to buy it for. You can tell him to keep it.
10: All right, but my problem is this: I already put it, uh, so I put onto contract. I'll go back and change it. Uh, they had wanted five thousand out of it. Uh, there's no room, um, but um, my my issue is, I I uh, put ads in Craigslist and uh, oh, about five other sites, um, and I only got one call from it so far, and that's really unusual. But it might be the season. I don't know. So, should I reduce and I haven't said what the price is. No one, you know, I uh, what I have half you Go have ahead. to put how much you're going to lease it all for a right. month. All
0: right, stop. No, uh first of all, you should always name the price and in this case it's 499.
10: But Really? Okay.
0: Yes, but you but you're going to but you got to put lease or purchase in there no bank qualifying. Those are your yes, I did. propositions. All right. And you do so, not name. The, you, let, let me finish now. You do not name the monthly payment. You do not name the down payment, but you always name the price. People simply won't respond if you don't name the price. What I, I here's all, what I
10: found. Yeah, go ahead.
0: Second of all, you can't expect to get much activity up there when the tundra is so frozen. People can't even get out of their house. <laughs>
10: <laughs> I know there's still igloos that are melting. Well, but here's the thing. when you, you can sell it two ways on Craigslist, but you can't do both. You either sell it uh, for sale by owner or you sell it um, as a lease purchase under rentals. I've been finding that I get more people from putting an ad in tired of just renting. Um, why not lease purchase? And then i have to put in the amount per month. And I put it at 3500 But when I go to even though they owe 32, but when I go to uh, rent the meter and stuff, they're they're talking about, you know, 2,900 I, I, or.
0: All right, I, 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 Look, we got to get going here. First of all, they don't care what rent-a-meter says. The market will tell you what it'll pay. Second of all, you should not publish the, the monthly payment. Now listen. So you think, you think I should do it under
10: Craigslist for sale and not under the for rent?
0: You're going to have to let me finish the statement now here, so I can get it out of my mouth.
10: Yeah, but I'm a woman. I have to keep in practice. Go ahead.
0: You do not publish the monthly payment. Get that out of there. That's not that's why you're not getting any calls. And you're just okay. gonna have to try. You're gonna have to bounce it back and forth on Craigslist to see where you get the most calls.
10: Okay. I'll go back to putting it on for sale by owner.
6: Are now he tried to it?
10: advertise it. Yeah, they're living in it, but they can get out quick. She has MS, so they're wanting to get out quick.
0: Yeah. But um but, Pointer signs pointing to the house.
10: Yes, I do. I found a way to get it into the frozen tundra.
0: Well, it's going to warm up soon. And when it warms up, no, seriously, when it warms up here soon, they're going to come out the woodworks looking at houses.
10: All right, so you don't think it's – because they tried it at 498 and couldn't – no one even – I don't care what they tried
0: it at. They didn't have the term, Sharon.
10: Right. Okay, got it.
0: Uh, Enough for tonight. Go get warm.
10: All right, thank you. Bye.
0: All right. Rashawn, who's next?
1: Okay, our next question is coming from David. David, please go ahead.
7: David, where do you live? Uh, I'm in Ohio. How you doing, Ron?
0: Okay, what can I do for you?
7: Uh, quick question. I ran across a couple, two families. Uh, there's not a lot of spread there um, uh, uh, as far as the price goes, but... I didn't know if I could do, like, a, a lease option or a land contract or something where um, I give them five, ten years to purchase it, cover the spread, and then is it ever possible when you have a multi-unit where I could get a little bit of the, the monthly, like he has one unit, yeah. I can do something sure. with the second unit or no?
0: Sure. You put it under contract for, uh, you know, make sure your payment equals their payment. And your goal, then, would be to sell it to somebody who wants to live in one side and rent out the other side, probably on a land contract in Ohio. And whether there's any spread there or not, I don't know because I don't know the math. But uh, you've got to make sure that if you sell it to somebody that's going to live in it, I mean, at least you don't have it priced so high that they can't – that makes no sense for them. It's better that you sell it to an owner-occupant, most certainly, than if you sell it to an investor. Because if you sell it to an investor, that investor is definitely going to want that monthly spread where that owner-occupant might be willing to just break even.
7: Right, right. Yeah, that's what I thought. Maybe somebody that uh, is not an investor, you know, first-time buyer or something like that, might have a little money to put into it, but the main thing was um, they're just tired of renting and so forth. I just wanted to get your feelings on that. What about a three-family or four-family? Same thing.
0: Same thing. You just got to make sure you don't take any risk because – uh, you know, you don't, I, I, I I, personally, I, I don't want to own them unless there's a big monthly cash flow in them.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, you got nothing to lose by just uh, putting on a contract and see if you can find that buyer. A buyer might be an investor, especially on a four-unit. Either way, they're going to put up a down payment, or you're not going to put them in there regardless. So you want to buy them with nothing down. Okay. And you won't find out hard to do uh, with these, these – uh, most of these people who own these – uh, duplexes triplexes and quadruplexes are sick of managing them they're happy to sell them even with nothing down in many cases so you shouldn't have too much trouble buying it that way
7: okay so what would my options be as far as uh, you know you, i don't hear a lot about the land contracts and so forth but um does it make in ohio it, uh, well yeah i mean
0: yeah. yeah
7: i just don't know you know you know, you got your lease options, You got your wrap. You got, you know, your land. I'm just not sure as far as the structure goes. Uh, um, in you know, here's
9: out. Here's if
7: you're going
0: to stay in it, I'd rather buy it with a wraparound mortgage. But if you're not, just buy it on a land contract. Everybody understands them. Understands them. Uh, they're, they're, they're very easy to get in and out of. But you know, again, if I'm going to stay in it, I'd rather have the deed.
7: Okay. All right. Gotcha. And then what would the risk be as far as that goes there?
0: What would the rents be? I have no idea.
7: Yeah. I mean, as You're far have, as uh, I, anything smart. I thought of is, is have him responsible for all the repairs and so forth. So there's really not a risk on my side if he's responsible for everything.
0: Any t- you mean your buyer? Right. Your buyer is going to be responsible for the repairs regardless.
7: Right. Right. So as long as the spread makes sense, um, it should be a go then, right?
3: Ah, that's a broad question you're making
7: me answer,
0: and that depends on the rest of the story. You'll know if it makes sense. Yeah. All
7: right. Well, thanks, Ron.
0: All right. You're welcome. Okay, Rashawn,
5: um, hold on just a second.
0: Okay. Who's next, Rashawn?
1: Okay, our next question is coming from Joe. Joe, please go ahead.
0: Joe from where? Joe from your wife's favorite place, Las Vegas. <laughs> How are you doing, Joe? Excellent, excellent. And it's 76 degrees here
3: today. Uh,
0: well, okay. You got me.
3: <laughs> uh, just a real quick question on st- uh, structure, uh,
4: Ron, in terms of setting up. I think you've touched on the LLC setup a couple of times, and then I've been hearing the land trust discussions. Right. And I, I guess my question is, does your spouse
0: play in that as well, or do you do these as a separate entity? How long have you been married, Joe? Five years. Okay. Well, your spouse plays in everything. <laughs> if, you don't, if you don't believe that, ask her.
3: Well, no, I... I <laughs> I understand.
0: Now, here's, here's the answer. You want to keep your spouse out of anything that could be liable, libelous. You never want to have your spouse sign on a note, period. Uh, if you're taking title, I don't know whether Nevada is a tenants by the entirety the state or not. I don't remember. But you're going to take title in a land trust anyway, or a grantor revocable trust, Joe. Now, who you name as beneficiary is entirely up to you. Okay. If you're a, if you're in a tenants by the entirety state, which you can easily check by asking Siri, okay. then you want to take title with uh, you and your spouse tenants by the entirety.
4: Tenants by the that, entirety. That okay. is your best
0: asset protection, but you need to make sure you're in in one of those states first. Excellent. Thank you. All right. That mm-hmm. means few. A- um, um that means that uh, any judgment against you will not attach to her and vice versa perfect that's exactly what i needed to know thank you all right rashawn don't take anybody else but let's take care of the folks that are in there okay there's currently no one
1: in the queue
0: well how about that we knocked them all out huh all right yep. well thank you rashawn And listen, guys, I don't know. uh, Man, I got several of you that that sent in sheets, but weren't on the call tonight. So uh, you want to hold them till next month, uh, you can do that. And Lynn from California, if you're listening, I don't know what happened to you here. You have a great big – she's got a great big old $16 million commercial project out there she wanted to discuss. Again, guys, if you want to send in commercial projects, I'm okay with it. Just make sure you get all the financial information on it. If you send in any kind of a commercial project, and I ask you – Uh, what is this thing going to be worth after it's built, and you don't know the answer, then we're not going to get very far because commercial property is just like residential. you got to know the R uh, or the after-developed or after-repaired value before you can go in the front end so you can make sure the math works. Fortunately, in commercial, it's uh, very simple to determine these things based on the math once you're trained how. Incidentally, in August, I'm doing a commercial property boot camp this year, one time only. In Jacksonville, check with our office on that or go online. It should be on the Gold Club site, and um, you get one shot at that. We will be sending you out the information on that pretty shortly. Uh, So with that said, we are done for the night. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you, Rashawn, and uh, I'll see you uh, next month. This call is always on the second Monday of the month at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you happen to be a quick start real estate school graduate, I'll see you in two weeks on our call specifically for those graduates, and it is also uh, at 7 p.m. on the fourth Monday of the month. See you soon. Good night,
3: everybody.